Hello! And welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where we really don't wanna. In every episode, we'll be taking a very reluctant journey through a series that one of us loves, and the other, well, that's where that there reluctancy comes in. We are your hosts, I am Zach, and joining me as always, I think he has a thing for goats, because his Patronus sure is a goat. It's our boy, Scotty Westside. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Goats forever. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I heard a story about, well, it was, it was technically sheep fucking, not goat fucking, uh... I don't know recently. if this is okay to talk about on our <laughs> no, podcast. This is just the great way <laughs> this to is what uh, we're starting off with, start huh? the podcast. No, I think this is true. I, this could be totally false, but I think this is true. So in old, like, I don't know, old-timey England, I don't know where exactly it was, but just wherever kings were, uh, it was apparently king's <laughs> law. i sure kings have been most places <laughs> not just england uh it was apparently like if you stole one of the king's sheep uh that was like a death sentence oh but if yeah. you were fucking one of the king's sheep that was only like 10 years in prison what so people would like if they were caught like trying to steal a sheep they would just be like no i'm not a thief i'm just a pervert i'm just trying to fuck this i'm just sheep. trying to fuck this sheep Wow. I don't know how much of that is true, but I did hear that very recently. And it reminded me of it when you were talking about, you know, our our boy and and goats. I was talking about you. Well, (laughs) yeah, me too. Specifically me. I'm not I'm not a thief. I'm just a pervert. Um, I can I I can attest. (laughs) Let's just start the podcast (laughs) off strong, baby. (laughs) Oh, man. So, how the fuck are you, man? I'm doing all right. How are you, pal? It's 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 it feels it feels like it's been so long. Yeah, it hasn't been I mean, that it, long. It's but. been a week. We took a week off because we've had some. Yeah, let's do a little well, bit of housekeeping let's, here. Let's not say we. Let's just let's yeah, just well, say we as Zach. a podcast, but <laughs> me specifically. Um, you may notice, listeners, that my voice probably does not sound as great. Uh, as it normally does. I feel like that was a compliment to ourselves. It was, yeah, it was kind of a subtle, <laughs> humble brag where it's like, I always fucking sound great. Um, yeah, so look, we've had some issues. Uh, I guess I should say I have had some issues mm-hmm. with my audio interface. Um, so I'm recording off of a gaming headset. And Hell yeah, gamers! We are rolling with the punches. Hopefully this sounds all right. Um, anyway... Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm I'm doing all right, man. I good. hey, actually, yeah, I hey, saw actually. Dune today. Did you finally? Hell yeah! Yeah, man, I saw Dune. Uh, me and my brother-in-law Anthony went to go watch it uh, in today. theaters. In theater, yes. Okay, good. Um, That's the unfortunately, way I couldn't see it in IMAX. Sure. Uh, fucking Eternals bullshit. Marvel ass oh, Eternals is taking up the IMAX that. spot. Yeah, so upset. I've also heard that's like the worst Marvel movie. I mean. Dude, I I haven't seen a Marvel movie or Marvel production in ever like I in think, so long. Yeah, I think people are finally starting to get Marvel fatigue. They 
I feel like the last couple have not been received well, even by Marvel fans, and well, neither of us are certainly except. Those. Well, so I think movies wise, yeah, I would agree, but also like there's become this hard split because that's everybody true. is so obsessed with those shows. Yeah, that's true. Like the, the What If or the WandaVision. Or yeah, 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 all that. Fucking I haven't seen bullshit. any of that. Yeah, but. me neither. Well, no, by the way, I know that some of our listeners are going to be like, oh, you should do a We Don't Want a fucking series on all that shit. No, absolutely not. Um, I know the title of this show is We Don't Want to, but we're only going to do stuff that we kind of a little bit do want to, okay? Is that true? Is that factual? Well, I mean, yeah, I've been trying to get you to do Avatar The Last Airbender for forever, and you gave me the whole, the same spiel, so I guess Yeah, I gave you the hard no, so yeah, definitely. Okay. You gave me something hard. I... I was just the reason I was asking him was like, oh, Zach is finally admitting that that will never happen. So well, I mean, I'm not giving up hope, but that's where we're at right now. Well, you should. You should find a new hope. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars jokes. Oh, that was good. No, why are we talking about Star Wars? Let's talk yeah, about Dune. Yeah, let's talk about the other sci-fi. Dude. It, Dune was great. Did it you was, like it? I, it took me a few hours to process everything. Mm, mm-hmm. Um. Yes, it was, so like, whether you whether you enjoy the actual material or what was happening or the story, that was one of the most impressive movies I've ever seen. Yeah, definitely. It was gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I, I oh. mean, that's that's Denny. That's Denny Villeneuve oh, to a T. All Lord. his movies are gorgeous. Yeah, and Hans Zimmer absolutely slayed yeah. the yep. fuck out of that goddamn score. Yes, he did. And that fucking cast, abs- everyone yeah. was absolutely on fucking point. Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. Um, spoiler warning, uh, skip ahead a couple minutes if, if you haven't yet seen the movie, but I am, so, speaking of the cast, I am so terribly sad that we lost both Oscar Isaac and Jason Momoa yeah, in real. the first fucking movie. Yeah, for real. Uh, like, they were both so good, too. Like, yes, they were. Oscar Isaac was such a baller. Yeah, he was. Jason Momoa, every time I see him in something, it constantly impresses me how he's just such a charismatic and likable son of a gun. Yes, dude. Like, everything yeah. he's in, it's just like, dude, I just want to hang out with this dude. Yeah, man. You're just, you're just so, so cool and so fun. And I you know what? Him. Like, it shows in his acting too. Like I, I was. I'm glad you said that. Every scene I saw him in, I was like, "This guy just looks like he's having a good fucking yeah, time, man." man. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> just having hell such yeah, a good time. I love that dude. Yeah, Oscar yeah. Isaac also slayed it. You know who I think was the star of that movie, though, hands down, is Rebecca Josh Ferguson. Brolin. Oh, no. oh yes, dude. Dude, she's so great. I love her from the Mission Impossible movies already, but man, was she good in this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, like, I just, that movie was the design of that movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. every every aspect. Like, I understand that, you know, full disclosure, I've never read Dune. I don't think mm-hmm. you have either, right? No, I want to now, though. Okay. Um, You know, so I, I understand that there's probably some great source material for, you know, setting this setting this up. Definitely. But Definitely. Um, Denny's fucking vision, man, like, yeah. was gorgeous. I mean, yeah. even even, like, the... I'm I'm sorry I can't remember his name but like the the emperor mm-hmm. the gross ass emperor like it was oh. just like no he's not the emperor the, you're talking about the baron like uh, oh yes yes, yes 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 Skarsgård is that his name yes his character yeah, yeah. we yeah. never actually see the emperor like he's referenced a bunch of times but we never actually right see okay him. right right 
So he is gross and like yeah. a little bit funny looking to where I was like, really? But like it just it worked. But quietly like terrifying. Oh yes. Like dude. so menacing, dude. Yeah. Yes. For sure. I I enjoyed the hell out of it. I like you said, I think it was visually just unbelievable. The acting was so on point, but the thing that maybe impressed me the most is was the way the writing in the way that they did the world building because there could have been so many exposition dumps in that movie mm-hmm. to like because you're being introduced into this whole you know galactic system and there's politics and like technology mm-hmm. and like all this crazy stuff that we don't understand that they need to get you to understand but there was very little like oh i'm gonna sit here for two minutes and tell right. you about this fucking thing oh works. my god yes i was gonna say that i think that one of the things that this movie did the best especially as as it being like a new world for people mm-hmm. to try and digest was how efficient it was yes definitely oh That's my exactly god it. dude like yeah. it's uh, I, I don't know man I, I i am i'm blown away by it the more yeah. i'm talking about it i am truly 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 a fan um it respects the viewer like they've got like the just for as a, as a random example they've got like those shields like those body shield things mm-hmm. and you like they're so you cool see by them, the way they're very very cool <laughs> yes definitely you see like that session like that training session with like josh brolin and timothy chalamet um where they're like using them and it could have been very easy for a lesser movie to be like oh this is how these work and blah blah but they don't do that they mm-hmm. just show you how they work, and they respect your well, intelligence as the viewer. Yes, to be like, kind of oh, understand. Oh, these is how. I this mean, is I, how I feel like and- you and I have talked about this many times. Aside, I, I don't think we've ever discussed it on the podcast. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the old thing about good writing. I mean, you always yeah. show, don't tell. Show, don't tell. Exactly. Right. Show, don't mm-hmm. tell. And boy, did this fucking movie yeah, do that. Definitely. It was it Loved was it. it was incredible. So I cannot wait for part two. Oh my god. Yeah. Is there a release date for that? <laughs> no. No, because here's the thing. It was... I don't think uh, Warner Brothers had greenlit part two until they saw how this did. And I I could be mistaken, but I think I saw they did finally do that. Thank God. Jesus. that would have sucked. That would have sucked. Uh, if I'm wrong, I'll be very sad about that. But... Uh, yeah, that could take a while still. Yeah. It would have been nice if they had, like, filmed them all together, like Lord of the Rings or something, you know, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Anyway, uh, we should uh, we should get back to what, what we need to talk about here, but uh, yeah. just to finish that up, if you're still listening and you haven't watched the movie already, absolutely go do it. And truly, I, I, can't, I can't express this enough. If you're comfortable with going to the movie theaters – Go watch it in theaters. Mm-hmm. It it yeah. absolutely deserves the big screen. Definitely. Um, I, I mean, Not, you're obviously gonna enjoy the fuck out of it if you watch it on HBO Max, but like, it it just it absolutely deserves the big screen. Definitely not only the big screen, but also, like, the sound design in that movie <sighs> is incredible. Like the voice, whenever they did the voice, oh, like dude. I can't imagine that on just like TV speakers, you know, like. <laughs> That just would not have the same impact. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that was great. Uh, go watch Dune. It was it was an absolute ride. Um, but we've got we've got to talk about some Harry Potter. 
Hell yeah, we do. We've we've uh we took a week off. I'm feeling a little rusty. Um, not happy with our sound setup. But you know what, man? We're gonna fucking do the goddamn thing. I read these chapters a week and a half ago, and, and I remember Scott's not gonna very remember. Little. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's like speed reading through his notes. <laughs> I yeah, I'm like seriously like, uh, what chapters? What did I do? Where's my notes? Um, shit. so so we're doing twenty five, twenty six. 27 and 28 correct chapter 28 is definitely yeah correct you wow how did you know and i was still you know what i woke up today and was like i'm gonna be prepared for things look at you i I brushed my teeth put on deodorant (laughs) wow you are just that's a first it's for your day off you were just way ahead of the curve dude yeah you have no idea All right. Well, since we're talking about Harry Potter stuff, I do mm-hmm. have a um I do have a message I have to read to you. Okay. Uh let me get this pulled Love up. Love messages. Okay, am I an idiot? Most definitely. Yes, I absolutely But we still am. love you, bud. Okay. Now, before I read this message, I do want to say that we've had a lot of people very excited about the we don't want a merch that uh, by the time this comes out, you all should have received it if you ordered within the first batch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so orders are going out at the time that we're recording this. Uh, should start be trickling into people's houses over the next couple days. Domestically, anyway. I don't know how the domestically correct, working, correct. But... Um, but yeah, definitely. I would think by the time this airs, you should have them. So that's exciting. Um, Scott and I might be working on a little fun little contest or something like that. Uh, we'll put some more details up on the Instagram if we haven't already <laughs> at the time of listening to this. Because <laughs> we're always very up with the times on that. Yeah, for sure. yeah you know how we are. Anyway, okay. Yeah. So we got a message from a new listener. Um, or I guess I should say uh, a listener who has never messaged us before. Mm-hmm. Um. And she kind of, she she's loving the show, but also I just, I feel like this is the type of personality we need in our lives because she's also lighting us up in, in areas that we need to be lit up on. So <clears throat> her message reads, oh, by the way, her name is Catherine. Hello, Catherine. Uh, you fools. It is amazing how much I love y'all and hate you at the same time. I'm a medical student, and your dumbasses make me laugh, which does help with the stress and exhaustion. I've been playing catch-up, and I am finally on episode 42. And, man, I have thoughts, and it's going to be long, so sorry in advance. Zach, you were way more patient than I ever would have been. (laughs) (laughs) That was part of his contract, was he had to be patient with my bullshit (laughs) to start this podcast. Yes. So her her uh, she continues to say, Scott, get your head get your head out of your ass. <laughs> I can't. I'm unable. Uh, you always you're always saying things like, "Ooh, in literature or media, I prefer <laughs> I prefer the conversations to action." And she says in parentheses, a mocking, pompous voice. Mm-hmm. Yet yeah, you bitch about this batch being awful and saying that it's just bad writing. You only have this opinion because you wait, just, hold on. Which, this is which... this is Harry Lupin. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yes, I figured yes, yes, so. Yes. I just wanted to confirm. Uh, you only have this opinion because you disagree with what is happening and because you are determined to hate Harry. In my opinion, <laughs> writing is good when it provokes emotion. 
which Rowling very clearly accomplished mm. here, giving your 30-minute ludicrous rant. Uh-huh. You refused to consider anything from Harry's side. Harry didn't have the luxury of family growing up and was deprived of love and affection for 11 years. No wonder he has trust issues and feels like he has to do everything on his own. No wonder he has strong feelings about parents being with their children because he craves family more than anything. Think about the mirror in book one. He's disgusted by the fact that Lupin could walk away from his family because he feels like it should be cherished more than anything. Lupin is running. He says he thinks he made a mistake with getting involved with Tonks and, uh, and for getting her pregnant. These are his words... You, Scott, are the one that is saying that he's trying to make the better, excuse me, trying to better the world for them. He doesn't actually say that in the books at all. I do agree with Harry. Lupin is being a coward, and you have to own your mistakes. You are so blinded. Yeah, so this is, this is a long message, but it's good. It's good. You are so blinded by your love for Lupin that you are forgetting that he has struggled with cowardice in the past. In book three, he doesn't tell Dumbledore that Sirius can transform into a dog, despite the fact that there have been multiple attacks on Harry's life. Obviously, this is before he realized that Snake was in uh, Snape. Jeez. Obviously, this is before he realized that Sirius was innocent. Even after Sirius broke into the castle, potentially endangering all of the students in the school, he was still too much of a coward to tell Dumble. He would rather endanger hundreds of children to a quote-unquote mass murderer, Sirius, than admit that his friends were idiots years ago. He does have a history of avoiding things that make him uncomfortable, and he's doing exactly the same here. Mm. And then she calls me out. She says, Zach, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> reread the books so you quit giving things away, my guy. I would roast yeah. your ass in trivia. <laughs> is this is this about uh, Dumble's uh, brother? Well, yes. So she said, okay, I wanted yeah, to yeah. throw my phone when you prompted him to figure out about R.A.B. at the end of the sixth book, and now you gave away Aberforth. I know it's yeah. hard, but hold strong and brush up. Sorry, not sorry for the length of this. I felt it was necessary. Truly a big fan, but I needed to set you shit straight. Okay, that's all mostly fair. But I would just like to point out that I never claimed objectivity when it comes to my opinions. Like, I hate Harry and I'm 100% honest about that and I'm 100% biased against him. Also, I believe... Catherine, right? Yes. If you remember at the end of that rant... I basically straight up said, listen, the entire reason I'm mad and emotional about this is because Harry is actively denying me more Lupin, which in the end is all I really care about. So, yeah, never claim to be, you know, unbiased <laughs> and, uh, you know, objective when it comes to Harry and his bullshit. Right. Uh, all your points are valid and, and you know. I, I mentioned that uh, I appreciated how eloquently she got through all of that. Because she did. She did a way better job of arguing that case than I did. Yeah, she did. She brought up stuff. Um, here, I'm going to watch me make Zach real mad real quick. She brought up like stuff that happened in book three, and I'm like, I don't remember any of this because book three was Garbo. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. Um, But yeah, listen, like. Okay, I did want there was one specific part of her thing that she did introduce and I I totally agree with this. I I had a conversation with someone um similarly uh when she's talking about like uh provoking emotion and provoking anger like that can be the intent of Rowling's writing. Mhm. And I I you know, I fully I fully admit and fully agree with that because yeah, like listen a lot of times, like, good writing is 
supposed to do that. Um, I had, uh, I knew someone who was having a very strong negative reaction to one of my favorite shows, The Leftovers, and, you know, it was, they was making them angry and like they didn't like it. And then eventually it turned around to where they loved it and, uh, the person finally admitted it was like, yeah, I think maybe, you know, that, uh, that show was just hitting a little closer to home than I would have liked. And, you know, uh, is that's the reason why I had such a strong negative reaction to it. So listen, yes, good, good writing can definitely provoke emotion like that. Uh, for sure. You are correct. But, uh, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff from Catherine. Thank you for reaching out and putting us dumbasses in our place we are dumbasses i'm still gonna continue to be a dumbass i'm, I'm just gonna put it out there right now i'm still gonna continue to hate on harry um, i don't know i feel like you were stroking him pretty hard last, last oh no episode. that's barry we've established that's definitely <laughs> barry Dude, you know what's so funny is thinking about that is i don't know how i missed the opportunity to make the pun that you were calling him barry because mm-hmm. he had this revelation after he buried dobby oh wow yeah, I wish I wish I could claim that that was my intention, <laughs> but it, it totally wasn't. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I I wish I could tell you. I wish I could remember if I'm gonna be mad at Harry this week, but I honestly don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see as I go through my notes here. Sounds uh, sounds good. Let's uh let's do the goddamn thing. Yeah. Scotty. Let's let's, let's kick it jump off. in chapter twenty five. Uh, so the last thing we got to leave off last episode was of course Voldy breaking into Dumbledore's tomb and taking the uh beehive wand um from <laughs> yes. from old Dumble the wand that freaks me the fuck out um so yeah so, so yeah there of course there was the big thing with Harry where basically he chose to was it he chose to question uh he chose uh, to question Grip Hook, Grip Hook instead of before Ollivander, and, and that kind of signified like you right know, uh, Horcruxes over Hallows. Right, he's not going to try and beat Voldy to the wand. Was basically his decision. Correct. Um, which is funny because like he definitely couldn't have beat Voldy to the wand. Yeah, probably not. Definitely, but like so at the beginning of this chapter basically it starts with him questioning his decision to not race Voldy to the wand um he he thinks to himself specifically he can't ever remember choosing not to act instead of just acting and I'm like yeah I fucking know dude <laughs> no fucking kidding you always just act at that thinking mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Barry is built of different stuff um Ron is big upset about it still he's just like oh dude we could have had the best wand ever. What were you, what were you thinking? But Hermione agrees with Harry's decision. She's like, she, she thinks this wand is evil. And also she's like, what were you going to do? Break open Dumble's grave to get it anyway. Like you wouldn't have been able to do that. Like you made the right, right. Very, very, very astute observation. (laughs) Yes. Also, as you stated, they probably would have just like been standing there at Dumble's grave and, Oh, here strolls up Voldy and they would have been fucked. So yeah, uh, definitely the right decision. Well, plot armor exists, so they they would have <laughs> been fine. True, very true. Uh, Ron still seems convinced that Dumble is alive somehow. He talks about the dough uh, from the forest, the sword, 
And the eye in the mirror, oh, the eye in the mirror thing gets resolved here uh, in a bit. He thinks it could be Dumble's ghost, but Harry is convinced that Dumble would not have come back as a ghost. Because he had he had that conversation with headless, uh, nearly headless Nick, right? Sir about, like, Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. Yes. How could I forget de Mimsy Porpington? <laughs> um, Porpington sounds like he should be like a porpoise, like a. Uh huh. <laughs> that's that's uh, on his uh, house uh, crest. Is it cool? Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were being serious. No, I'm definitely not. Well, I hope it is in reality. No, you know how this works. If if his if it has the name of the creature, oh, right. yeah. in the name, you know, yeah. then it's definitely not gonna be there. Definitely not the house crest. Yeah, no, you you are correct. So um, so yeah, basically, what was the whole deal with that? Basically, like you have to have lingering regrets, kind of. Right, or... right. I mean, so I mean, basically, if you're a wizard, you're given the choice. Is the way that mm-hmm. it seems. Um, but yes, there has to be something that's kind of like anchoring you to the mortal world. But you, once you're once you come back as a ghost, like that's it. You can never pass on. Correct. Basically, yeah. Like, is it like a Saint Peter meets you at the gates and is like, "Hey, you want to go back as a ghost? Or you want to come in?" And that's the end of your Pretty decision much. forever. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So they go to talk to old Griphook. Um, he eventually says that he'll help them uh, break into Gringotts. Oh, right. That's what happens. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm God just remembering. It, Scott. <laughs> it's been a week and a half. You know how my memory works. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, but he wants the sword. He wants uh, Gryffindor, old Griffy's sword. In exchange. Ken Griffey's sword. Ken Griffey Jr.'s sword. <laughs> and his bat, too. Uh, he says, Godric took the sword from Ragnuk the First, and that it belongs in a museum. I mean, the <laughs> um, <laughs> Grip Hook is definitely Harrison Ford. Grip Hook is definitely Indiana Jones. Uh, no, he's like, listen, this is the Goblin's sword anyway. Godric totally stole it. Uh, I want it back. Um, they're like, okay, we need to talk about this. Harry asks Hermione, hey, is this true? Like, did he steal this sword? She's like, there's no record that she's ever seen of it, but uh, she also says wizard history tends to, you know, skate over things they've done to other magical races and just be like, "Eh, you know, we're not going to talk about that. That Sounds like all history. (laughs) Yes, that's what I was just about to say. You know, the the old saying of history is written by the victors uh, Mm -hmm. is usually true so what's your uh, vector victor (laughs) roger roger um (laughs) yeah so she's like yeah it definitely could happen could have happened but i can't say for sure um ron oh yeah now ron was being a real shit bag uh through these whole chapters he again blames goblins for doing underhanded shit more than wizards Mm -hmm. uh and then he suggests that they get his help grip hook's help and then try to fool him with the fake sword. He's like, hey, we know that fake sword's in that box. Oh, my just God. <laughs> I'm like, this sack of shit. Hermione calls him on it, of course. And she's like, also, dipshit, he's a goblin. He's going to be able to tell, obviously, the difference between the real sword and the fake sword. And he just keeps being real shitty about it. Yeah, he, um, he's just so naive. I mean, he's he's been raised in the, the wizarding world. He's He's very, yes, he's very, like... I don't know if indoctrinated is the right word, but like 
heavy wizard leanings, you know, and he right. definitely looks down. Well, on the and other it, and it's it's races. crazy. Well, I I don't think it's necessarily like looking down. I think it's just pure like just being completely oblivious and naive because like he doesn't have like a harsh upbringing like with a family that you know is racist in that sense, right? I mean, no, we, right. we know that the that the that the Weasleys are a great family. But he's just simply is naive. Like these things are just the way that they are, and he's like, "Wow, ah, that's just how it is," and right. doesn't realize that. Like, I don't know, man. That's <laughs> that's probably yeah. isn't right. Listen, though, I, I mean, as much as I love the Weasleys, most of the Weasleys, I do feel like I, I've never seen like Molly or Arthur being like, "No, goblins and elves, house elves, they're cool." You know, like I'm not saying they're like against them, but sure. like. Hermione and Harry have a very unique perspective on all this. Maybe unique isn't the right way to say it, but like they didn't grow up with that, like any kind of prejudice, you know, like exists in most wizard homes, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Whereas they view, you know, especially house elves, but like also the goblins as just being a little lesser, you know, than wizard. Sure. You know, not to the extent, obviously, that like the Death Eaters and like shitty people like. Uh, right like there's people that that seek out that type of stuff where it's i mean and like truly man like i feel like this is the same to be said about like actual real life like yes no definitely there's definitely people who could not have any ill intent but right just simply not realizing that like man that's 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 a little close to being really fucking prejudiced possibly borderline racist and like you just don't realize it but you're just oblivious to it, right? For sure. Right, and right. yeah, so it's those people that obviously need to learn, and right, and he gonna learn. <laughs> <laughs> well, they Harry and Hermione try to learn him. I don't know if he actually fucking learns anything. <laughs> um, Harry has misgivings about the idea of old Godric, uh, being shitty and stealing it, but he decides just to kind of talk himself into doing this. That he doesn't believe it. And says that they'll give it to... He's still talk, discussing this with Hermione and Ron, by the way, not Gripbook. He says they'll give it to him only after all the Horcruxes have been destroyed. But he's not going to tell Griphook that part. He'll just be like, yeah, I'll give it to you. And just very, you know, like, we'll just slide past the part of when I'll give it back to you. Um, Hermione, of course, does not like this. Ron fucking loves it. He's like, yeah, 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 that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah. I feel like the better practice simply would have been like, look, Griphook, this is why we need the sword. We will give it to you after we complete this. Well, see, that's the thing, though. They can't, they can't fucking tell anyone about well, right. Horcruxes. Right. Because I, I had that thought, too. Um, I feel like they still maybe could have been like, uh, this listen, is vital this to is what vitally important to, to what we're trying to do, our mission to stop Voldemort. Um, we will give it back to you, but once Voldy problem is taken care of. Right. You, know, you don't have to like explain everything, but anyway. right. Um, him and Griphook shake on it, and they send they spend several weeks planning yet another heist. A lot of heists in this book. Um, the the more time they spend around Griphook, they realize he kind of sucks ass. Like, yeah, Griphook dude. seems like a super piece of shit. Uh, so yeah, they're planning this heist for several weeks. I don't know why I have this in my notes. Hold on, I'm reading. Oh, so they're talking to Luna here. 
and um, she's telling she's telling about them about the horn. Like yeah, the horn. She's talking about how she got kidnapped and everything. Uh, she says the Death Eaters took me from the Hogwarts Express, and I never got home for Christmas. Luna, we told you, Hermione. Hermione called over to her. That horn exploded. It came from an a rumpet, not a crumple-horned snorkack. No, it was definitely a snorkack horn. Daddy told me. It will probably have reformed by now. They men themselves, you know. She's just so innocent and sweet. I fucking love her to death. Yeah, she's the best. Uh, she mentions... Okay, yeah. So, so then she mentions that headdress that her dad was trying to recreate. This was what I was talking to you about the, the his invention. Uh-huh. Uh, and like yep. you and I were like not on the same page at all. You thought I was talking about something completely different. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, this is he's trying to recreate the lost diadem of Rowena Ravenclaw. And it's the second I read this, I was like, well, there it is. That's definitely what our final horcrux is going to be. Yep. Uh it has to be a Ravenclaw heirloom. That must be what's hiding at Hogwarts. Although, the final Horcrux will always be Gilderoy's Lockhart's perfect, charming smile, in my mind. My headcanon. Look, that's always. fine. That's fine. We can go with that. Okay, perfect. Uh, Lupin comes in one dark and stormy night and tells them Tonks has had the baby! Named Ted, after her dad, R.I.P., Tonks's dad. Teddy Tonks. Teddy Tonks. Um, well, it'd be Teddy Lupin, right? Right, yes. Um, I just, I like Teddy Tonks better. Teddy Tonks is pretty good. Lupin and Nymphadora, uh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, Lupin and Nymphadora the Explorer, uh, <laughs> agree that Harry should be the godfather. And I'm like, sure, the least responsible person of all time will make a great godfather. And Lupin doesn't even know that this is Barry, not Harry yet. (laughs) So he has even less reason to fucking give him godfather duties. Uh, After Lupin leaves... uh, I'm sad that you don't like this scene more because I I love that, like him coming in. It's it's like just very touching. Yeah, it's very touching. Like, I love Lupin. He's, you know, he's a proud papa and, Mm -hmm. you know, he's he's having a good time. And he's just so happy that, like, Harry sent him away. To go be with, you know, Tonks because he needed to. You just had to bring that up. Yeah, I mean, look, I just look. I call a win a win, you know. Listen, I could have got like twelve more chapters of Lupin in this book, so I'm still mad. I'm still (laughs) mad about it, and I will never stop being mad about it. Uh, After Lupin leaves, Bill pulls Harry aside, and he's like, "Listen, dude, I know you're up to something." And believe me, I work with them. I know goblins. He tells him, you don't understand, Harry. Nobody could understand unless they have lived with goblins. Uh, To a goblin, the rightful and true master of any object is the maker, not the purchaser. All goblin-made objects are, in goblin eyes, rightfully theirs. Um, That's kind of a weirdly shitty philosophy the goblins have yeah uh harry's like but if it was bought and bill says then they would consider it rented by the one who had paid the money they have however great difficulty with the idea of goblin made objects passing from wizard to wizard so this whole thing was kind of brought up because 
there's the whole thing with like the tiara that uh fleur wore for the wedding mm-hmm. um and she's like giving it back to aunt whatever muriel. her name is muriel and um it's apparently goblin made and um basically grip hook saw this and saw them talking about it and he was like fucking pissed about it and bill's like you saw grip hook's face when the tiara passed under his eyes he disapproves I believe he thinks, as do the fiercest of his kind, that it ought to have been returned to the goblins once the original purchaser died. They consider our habit of keeping goblin-made objects, passing them from wizard to wizard without further payment, little more than theft. Um, <laughs> Harry had an ominous feeling now. <laughs> yeah, no shit, Harry. Uh, he wondered whether Bill guessed more than he was letting on. All I'm saying, said Bill is to be very careful that what you promise goblins, Harry. <laughs> God damn it, Bill. He fu- Either he fucking knows or this is just, like, the most hilarious, like, fucking thing he's saying ever here. It would be less dangerous to break into Gringotts than try to renege on a promise to a goblin. Dude. <laughs> right, said Harry. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'll bear that in mind. <laughs> Uh, and that is the end of chapter 25. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, Bill is just like, hey, this whole plan you've got to uh, break in. Whether he, again, whether he knows it or not, he's basically just more or less saying, hey, this whole plan you've got to break into Gringotts and then break this promise to this goblin. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. Terrible. Yep. Um, so, very fun stuff. Uh, chapter 26 is the Gringotts heist. I think this pretty much entire chapter is dedicated to that. Um, So very conveniently, there was a strand of Bellatrix's hair on Hermione's sweater from when uh, she was torturing Hermione. So with the last of their polyjuice... That's how they, they torture mean, people. They like yeah. rub their heads on them. Like give them like a nuggie. They just shed. They just shed all over them. Yeah. Maybe Bellatrix has really bad dandruff, and she was just like, <laughs> like rubbing her dandruff, gross dandruff hair over Hermione. That would be torture to me. That'd be so gross. <laughs> it's uh, what it does is it, it ew, actually ew, it, ew, ew. it increases the damage output. So like the more hairs oh, that you sure. have on them, the higher the 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 damage output is. Yeah, for sure. It's like a multiplier. Definitely. It's like a multiplier debuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, so yeah, this is the very last of their polyjuice. Uh, they've used it only 17 billion times in this book. Uh, Hermione will be playing the parts of Bellatrix yeah. for the heist. And, uh, Hermione also, <laughs> so stupid. It's so Hermione, funny, dude. Hermione kept her bag throughout this whole, them getting taken and tortured and all this stuff from everyone, just by stuffing it in her sock. And somehow... No one found it. And I'm just like, fine, whatever. I don't, yeah, I don't look, just breeze anymore. past it, man. Yeah, I, I literally did. I have fine whatever in my notes, so I even breezed past it in my notes. Dude, I have got to tell you, uh, in the movie, it is so funny. And, I mean, you, you kind of have to give props to watching Helena Bonham Carter play Bella play or well basically. play Emma Watson well mm-hmm. obviously fucking Hermione right trying to imitate <laughs> uh 
Bellatrix. It's yeah, so there's funny, layers dude. There. It's so, yeah, it's like funny. it's like actingception, acception, yeah. <laughs> something like that. So, no, I think acception is where you have an axe inside of a bigger axe. That was a terrible joke. <laughs> that was rough. I'll cut that out. Oh, anyway. you'll cut it out with your axe? Oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, this whole thing of, like, Harry being worried about the Horcrux getting stolen, I'm just like, see, the Horcrux would have been totally fine in the bag because apparently no one gives a shit about this bag and she can just shove it in her sock. And I'm like, yeah, they should have had the sword in there, too. Then none of this would happen anyway. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It doesn't matter, um, Scotty. Oliver has made a new wand for Luna, but apparently no one else. Is, is he just like, just, eh, I'll get one for Luna, but fuck all you other guys. I mean, it probably takes a while since he doesn't have his fucking shop. I guess I don't know. Yeah, does it? how long does it take to make a wand? I don't know. Ask Ollivander. <laughs> I should. He seems really attached and fond of Luna. Maybe he just likes her and yeah, like, fuck these other that's guys. Probably, that's probably it. She kept him sane. Yeah, she did. Uh... I don't know how because she's insane, but <laughs> also I just <laughs> I forgot to put this out. I just have why the fuck is Dean still here? Who gives a shit about him? <laughs> why the fuck do they even keep talking about Dean? No one cares about Dean fucking Thomas. Yeah. Poor Go Dean. away, Dean. Jesus. Uh there's another mention again here. That Draco's wand is doing well for Harry because he was the one that took it from Malfoy, while Bella's is not working well for Hermione because she didn't take it from Bellatrix. And I'm like, mm, I like my theory more and more. <laughs> I think I'm pretty hot shit. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Anyway, we'll just breeze past that too. They leave the next morning. With Hermione as Bellatrix, of course. She she just <laughs> I can't I mean, I, I get it. I I understand the difference, but I'm also just like, I who even needs polyjuice because she just magic disguises Ron as just a dude with a beard. And I like I get it, you have to like use polyjuice to be like specifically another person. Mm-hmm. You can't just like do it passively by Regular magic, you have to have the potion, but I just thought it was funny because she has to use this polyjuice and then she just like makes Ron grow a beard and he's just this random dude. Yeah, it's like when superheroes put on just like that little skinny mask yeah. across their eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or Superman's disguise is just glasses, literally clear glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Griphook and Harry are going to be under uh, the, the hallow there, the, the cloak. Um, Harry, Harry has to tell Hermione not too long into their little heist here to treat people more like scum because she's being too nice. I think she says like, hey, how's it going to like the, the bartender dude? Uh, and Harry's like, no, you have to be a sack of shit. And then some rando just attacks Hermione. I don't remember anything about this. And Hermione and Ron blast him. And that's that i guess i don't remember this happening uh it's somebody who like starts getting like suspicious like thinking that because like they all the death eaters know that that like bella is in some deep shit 
she's in some hot water with uh with Voldy. Right. So him right, seeing right. her out is like he's like a little suspicious. Well, no, so that's actually here. So another Dieter named Travers shows up and after this rando attacks her. And he's like, Yeah, I didn't expect to see you around after the failure at Malfoy Manor. Um but Hermione covers for it and also she covers about having her wand. Um anyway. Doesn't matter. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm confused. I don't remember now. Yeah, it was I swear it was just some random. I'm gonna dude. piss off Catherine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Failure at the trivia again. Um here I just have to insert this because uh I I this is very funny and still very stupid to me. Ah, probity probes, side travers theatrically. So crude but effective and i'm like tell me about it my probes dude are pretty effective there's probity probes <laughs> they're very crude <laughs> but effective <laughs> they get the job done if you know what i mean um so they go inside this is the bank of course and uh the goblin asks hermione for id when she's like hey take me to my vault and uh he says that her wand will do to like verify her identity um, they're acting, all the goblins are, like, acting nervous and suspicious. Griphook whispers to Harry, he's like, they fucking know. They must have been told Bellatrix's wand had been stolen. Um, so Harry quickly um, imperiouses both the goblin and Travers. Despite the fact that this is his very first time attempting this, he's very, very good at it. Yeah, man. Apparently. It all, it all checks out. It all checks out, yep. It's magic. So... The Imperialist Goblin, uh, whose name is Bogrod, mm-hmm. great name, um, says he'll take them to the vault. And another goblin runs up and is like, hey, hey, we have special procedures with that vault, remember? And Bogrod, because he's Imperialist, he's just like, nah, it's fine. It's fine. I'll take care of it. <laughs> uh, they go down the elevator, and Harry isn't sure his imperious he, he's he's like questioning whether his imperious is gonna work well or not because he's not sure if he meant it because you know there was the line bellatrix told him a long time ago you've got to five, mean it you've got to mean it when he tried to torture curse her mm-hmm. but it seems to be working pretty okay like yeah it, man there's it's not harry really potter. much yeah it's harry potter he's got plot armor so like even though he didn't even mean these imperious curses, it's, it works perfectly on this, like, fully trained dark wizard Dieter. Um, he, or- he orders Travers just to go hide somewhere. And Travers, there's, like, this whole bit of, like, Travers trying to climb into a crack in the wall. Pretty funny. <laughs> uh, and they jump in a minecart. And they can hear, like, a commotion in the main hall above. It's pretty clear that uh, the goblins know something is up. Uh, so as they're going down their little minecart ride, they go through this waterfall that like washes away all enchantments. It like mm-hmm. knocks the polyjuice out of Hermione. It debeards Ron. It like cancels the imperious curses. And I'm like, this shit is useful. I was like, somebody just needs to be carrying around like a super soaker. Just full of that stuff <laughs> at all times, and just be like with a knife spraying shit, and just be like, "Oh, are you imperious?" And just like hose them down. 
Yeah, if you combo that with a with the wand with the bayonet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking game over, dude. Lights yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Game over, dude. <laughs> game over, man. Uh, yeah, just carry around a super soaker. Like, you need like the full backpack one that I always wanted as a kid, where oh, it's like, dude, it's, like, I that thing was like that. I always wanted one of those because it's like you got a whole backpack full of water. You were gonna fuck somebody up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, some somebody needs to do that because that that stuff seems hella useful. Speaking of stuff you always wanted when you were a kid. Uh-huh. Do you remember those battle scarred Gundams? Those toys. I don't specifically remember battle scarred ones, but I always wanted Gundams, dude. So I've never even seen Gundam. Like I saw a couple episodes, like on Toonami, but I never like watched the show. But the Gundam, Gundam Wing uh, the Gundam suits it. were so cool, and they had a battle scarred version of all of them, and they were all like blown up, and they looked Beat like up, charred. Yeah. Dude. I think I do remember those. Those were. Oh my fuck. god, they were so fucking cool. I should see if I can find those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should. Go on. I eBay. know I had a few. Did you really? Yeah, I had a few. I had a couple cool uh, Transformers. Um, Transformers were pretty rad. Too. Hell yeah, they dude. weren't as cool as Gundams, but you know, you take what you can get. Hell yeah. Um. Anyway, they go around this corner where there's a dragon chained up. Uh, and they use these clankers thingies which like this dragon has like been trained basically to like expect pain when they hear the sound so they use these clankers to get past this dragon it's pretty fucked up it's pretty <laughs> fucked up and they get into the vault is is the end result of this uh so they're looking for the huffle cup of course and uh hermione's holding the cup and she's like ah could this be it and then she's like ah and she screams uh, so <laughs> I find this so ridiculous that they get out of this alive, but, uh, basically everything in this fucking vault has been enchanted to like a be like burning hot mm-hmm. and B basically to multiply every time it's moved like at all. Like if they touch it and pick it up, if they like nudge it with their foot, uh, it just like showers of this stuff just start multiplying everywhere. Um. So, yeah, this stuff is like constantly burning them. Uh, Griphook says they have added uh, Gemino and Flagrante curses. Mm-hmm. Flagrante sounds like a really cool, like Mexican party, like. Hey, man, we're going to Flagrante. I was going to say, it sounds like a drink. Yeah, I could see that. Got a, I got a nice 20-year-age 20, 20 Flagrante. <laughs> flagrante. <laughs> I was going to think, like, yeah, we're going to, like, go to a nice Flagrante tonight. They have, like, really good food, man. Really Dude, good bro. food. <laughs> Fucking the food Great you get food in a fl- flagrante. flagrante. Let's go, man. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty sure that's an actual Mexican restaurant is Flagrante. It should be. It should be. Um, so, yeah, everything you touch will burn and multiply, but the copies are worthless, and if you continue to handle the treasure, you will eventually be crushed to death by the weight of expanding gold. Or, you know, burned to death. Um, yes. Who doesn't yes, love I, burning to death? Everyone? I What? <laughs> I mean, look, these guys are just swimming around in it like it's fucking Th- no, that's, no yeah. deal. <laughs> that's my whole thing is, like, this seems absolutely ridiculous, that they make it out of this alive and they're just like 
later when they get out, they're just like, ooh, ah, yeah, I got a couple burns. Ooh, that's tender. Ooh. But yet, yeah, exactly. They were literally, like, swimming around in this fucking burning treasure. It's ridiculous. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Uh, they have a you lot of You know what's trouble. happening, Scott? I'm getting tired. No, you're you're just a fan. No. That you're just you're just it. willing to look past this stuff because you're no. loving it so much. No, no, no. It's that's just, what's I happening. Mean, Confirmed. Book seven of a fifty goddamn episode journey. Uh, and I'm just like Hashtag whatever. confirmed. Let's just get to the end of it. Scotty Scotty Westside is a fan. No, 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 no. So basically, I sum it all up here. Uh, they have a lot of trouble with this burning, duplicating treasure in here. But long story short, Harry gets the cup, the Huffle Cup. But Griphook gets the sword and runs into the crowd of advancing goblins as they get out of the vault. There's a big crowd. They get out. Big crowd of advancing goblins coming for him. Uh, but Griphook gets his hands, his grubby little hands on the sword and runs away. Bad news. Uh, Harry starts stunning fools, and then he breaks the dragon's chains, tells Ron and Hermione to climb on. Uh, <laughs> I took this quote specifically because I just found this so funny, and I'm, I'm not entirely sure why. Uh, with a roar, the dragon reared. Harry dug in his knees, clutching as tightly as he could to the jagged scales as the wings opened knocking the shrieking goblins aside like skittles <laughs> and it soared into the like air. skittles really it I, says it that specifically says like skittles and i just that was so jarring and funny to me it's like the first time a real candy has ever been mentioned and it's not capitalized you would think it'd be capitalized did she do a deal with Skittles? Is this a promotion for Sk- It made me hungry for Skittles when I read this. I oh, dude, there it is, man. That's how I they get you. I think this was subtle, yeah, advertising. Let's, I want to see the stock for Skittles after this book released. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is it possible? Because you're right, it's not capitalized. There's no Skittles TM here. Uh, like is fake a Moody Skittle TM. A, a thing? That's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Is that just like a British thing we're not aware of? Looking it up now. Okay. Is is yeah? Type into Google. Type is, a is a skittle a thing? A thing? <laughs> <laughs> is a skittle a thing? What is no a TM skittle? No TM. Oh, dude. Okay, they look like bowling balls, or excuse me, like bowling pins. What the fuck? A skittle, a game played. Chiefly in Britain. Okay, here we go. With wooden pins, typically nine in number, set up and then at the end of an alley to be bowled down. It's bowling. It's bowling. A pin okay. used in the game of Skittles. See, I was just imagining these little goblins as delicious rainbow-colored candy being knocked all over the place. But this makes more sense, knocking them aside like Skittles. They're bowling pins, basically. Yeah. Now, that's a you funny learn- image. Picture them like like little like gnomes, like... In bowling pin, like, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yes. and they're just like standing there, just like, ding. there's a Mario Party mini game where basically, yes, yes <laughs> yeah, you exactly that. About. It's like Mario, but I think, I don't think it's actually their whole bodies. I think it's just like their faces on the top of bowling pins. It's very funny. Um, yeah, I'm glad we looked into that because now, hey, the more you know, I was literally thought she was talking about know. candy here, and it made me very hungry for. Skittles, because they're delicious. Anyway, 
uh, yeah, they they get out. They help the dragon blast its way through the rock, through solid bedrock to the fucking surface, and uh, it takes off. And I'm like, I feel like you guys left something very important behind. Uh, and they just kind of refuse to address that for the rest of these chapters. And I'm like, this seems like a problem. Uh, but uh, yeah, they just they're they're not worried about it. They got the mm-hmm, horcrux. They're mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is the end of chapter 26, by the way. Um, yeah, it was that heist was whatever. That's yeah, whatever. it's it's whatever. I will I will say th- this doesn't happen often, and I have to point it out every time it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, better in the movie? Way better in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's like I mean, it's just a good fucking time in the movie. Like, there's things obviously that don't make as you know the sense that you want it to make, right? Like, sure. But it's just swimming in it, burning treasure. Yes, um, but it is, it is a lot of fun. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, chapter 27, this one's real short. Uh, they ride the dragon for quite a while. Yeah, you time. do. <laughs> Gotta ride that dragon. <laughs> uh, before he's that was going my nickname l- in high school. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's been too long since you busted out the old <laughs> nickname in high school joke. What a classic. Um, <laughs> and then I, I would just go around and be like, "Hey, you want to ride the dragon? Oh my god! You gonna ride the dragon? <laughs> you gonna take that dragon? <laughs> you gonna uh, take it? You gonna take it? Uh, the dragon's going real low over a lake, and they jump off. Uh, they swim to shore. They treat their burns. They're like three burns each that they have." <laughs> Uh, and they eat and change thanks to all thanks to Hermione's of course. Uh, course magic bag. Uh, they make a fucking joke about how thankfully that they won't have to wear this Horcrux because it's not a necklace. And I'm just like these fucking dumbasses. They didn't have to wear the other one either. Just because it's a necklace doesn't mean you're forced <laughs> to wear it. You dipshit. They say that. That's really. They funny. literally say that. That's I, so I, funny. I can't remember whether it's Ron or Harry, but they're like, at least we won't have to wear this one because we can't. It's not a necklace. I'm like, you fuckers are so stupid. That is so funny. Uh, but then they're also like, oh shit, Voldy is gonna know now about this whole thing because they spoiler alert they might have noticed that we broke into green gods <laughs> i think they <laughs> might be aware that we broke into green gods uh then good old voldy's rage makes harry instantly tune into voldy vision tm uh he just like goes in immediately uh the scream of rage of denial left him as if it were a stranger's. He was crazed, frenzied. It could not be true. It was impossible. Nobody had ever known. How is it possible that the boy could have discovered his secret? Uh, he uses the Elder Wand here to uh, kill this goblin. Is this Bogrod, I guess, probably? Uh, I don't know, actually. It just says the kneeling goblin rolled over dead. The watching wizard scattered before him, terrified. This is this is a funny detail. 
Bellatrix and Lucius Malfoy threw others behind them in their race for the door. <laughs> so it's the old adage of, I don't have to outrun the bear, I just have to outrun you, basically. They're like yep. tripping their friends and leaving them behind just to get out of there. Um, again and again, his wand fell, and those who were left were slain, all of them, for bringing him this news, for hearing about the golden cup yeah voldy's just on goes on a little mini murder rampage here i don't know if these are all goblins he's killing or if some no, of it's, them it's are. like it's anybody anybody that worked there basically but it sounds like bellatrix and lucius thanks to their quick thinking they made it out so good for them so yeah voldy's going full mental uh he's pacing about the room freaking out about his fucking horcruxes he wonders how they could possibly know about them and he thinks it must have been Dumble who started this. No shit, Voldy. Uh, he thinks surely if they had destroyed some of his soul, he would feel it. Because, you know, he's hot shit and all. He's, he's real proud of himself. He thought he only didn't feel the diary because he didn't have a body at the time. Because he knows that one's destroyed, obviously. Voldy goes over the locations of the others in his mind. Uh, very conveniently, and he thinks that he'll have to go make sure they're safe, and sure enough, the last one is at Hogwarts. Dun, 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 dun. dun. And it's Rowena Ravenclaw's diadem. Spoiler, I don't actually know that, but I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So he's thinking here, because he's going through the locations, you know, he talks about the, the shack, uh, where the ring was. He thinks about the cave, obviously. And then he says, as for the school, he alone knew where in Hogwarts he had stowed the Horcrux because he alone had plumbed the deepest secrets of that place. I love to plumb the deepest secrets. Oh, feel it down on your plums. <laughs> feel it down in my plums. <laughs> uh, and there was still Nagini, who must remain close now, no longer sent to do his bidding under his protection. But to be sure... To be utterly sure, he must return to each of his hiding places. He must redouble protection around each of his horcruxes. A job like the quest for the Elder Wand that he must undertake alone. Yeah, Voldy doesn't trust anyone. Um, He thinks there's no way in hell that Potter could get within a mile of the school, so the Hogwarts one is probably the safest. But he should alert Snape because he might try. But he's also obviously not going to tell Snape why he thinks Potter might show up. Right. Uh, he's He thinks it was a big mistake to trust Lucius and Bellatrix because obviously he entrusted Lucius with the diary and Bellatrix with the Hufflecup. And their stupidity only proves that it is unwise ever to trust. And then he grabs a snake and he pops off, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, him and his snake, they pop off big time. Scott, buddy, I'm so proud of you. It's usually me having to make those jokes. <laughs> Thanks, pal. I love you, minor, pal. Much more, minor, much more painful, long, drawn out, and really, Yeah, your jokes really, suck. They're bad. <laughs> they're bad. Um, anyway. Uh, so Harry comes to from his little Voldy Vision trip. 
And uh, he's like, ah, shit, I fucking knew it was Hogwarts, baby. I told you, fuckers. I so told you it was at Hogwarts. He pulls out an air horn and is like, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> right in their faces. <laughs> Just let the air horn right in their faces. <laughs> 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 Blowing their hair back. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, also, we have to fucking go now because he could be back soon. After he's done checking the others, and A, we def don't want him to move it, now that we know where it's at, and B, we don't want to run to that, into that snake-faced fucker. Not yet, anyway. Um, Hermione protests that they don't know what they're getting into, but Harry is very adamant. He says they'll cloak into Hogsmeade and check the defenses first, and off they go. And I'm just like, um, aren't you guys still just breezing right past the fact that you have no way of destroying these things anymore, They Harry? do mention it, but it's not talked about much. Like, Yeah, I I didn't take a note of it. I don't even remember them mentioning it's, it. It's very, yeah, so he says, um, well, on the upside, Ron, said Ron finally, uh, we got the Horcrux. On the downside, no sword, said Harry through gritted teeth. Mm, uh, no okay. sword repeated Ron that double crossing little scab um, it was right before they said at least we can't wear it this time <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I was way too obsessed with that happening <laughs> yeah so I mean they acknowledge that they don't have the sword but like there's no actual conversation about it yeah yeah they, yeah, yeah, they acknowledge it but there's no like what are we how are we gonna fucking fix this what are we gonna do um that seems problematic. Maybe they'll find another spare basilisk when they're down in the, uh, you know, the the innards of Hogwarts. Maybe there's another one sl- lurking around down there. I don't know. Yep. Mm-hmm. I almost said slurking because I was trying to decide between saying sle- slinking and slithering lurking. and lurking. Yeah. What slurking. are you saying? Are you having a stroke? I'm having a strong. There's a basilisk slurking around. Bas- g- 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 Bask- <laughs> There's a basketball slurking <laughs> in Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, that's the end of chapter 27, by the way. Very short chapter. And then we have a fucking banger of a chapter up next. I hope you love this chapter because I This do. is a banger of a chapter. I Fuck did love yes. this chapter. And you didn't even want me to read this one this week. Well... I felt this is a much better cliffhanger at the end of this chapter. Okay, that's fair. I just I felt like it groups more into the next batch, not necessarily for cliffhanger type of thing, but it's fine. Eh. Look, hey, uh, we we needed. More. I mean, we're only at an hour and eight minutes, and we talked for twenty minutes about Dune. <laughs> about so yeah, Dune, we it's true. so we definitely <laughs> needed this chapter in the batch. Definitely, <laughs> I I told Zach he's no longer allowed to make chapter reading decisions ever again. After, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Slurking basilisks is the end. Uh, chapter 28. Um, and now we have a new exciting product from the makers of Voldy Vision TM. It's the Voldy Alarm Scream. Patent <laughs> um, like, what are you doing? <laughs> whoever knows what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> this is one of my dumb jokes. Dude, I legit uh, was like, is he trying to like promote something here i'm reading and yeah this is our new ad read it's the voldy alarm scream it's yours today <laughs> patent pending uh yeah they pop into hogsmeade and just like immediately just like fucking voldy screaming noises are happening 
uh, and a bunch of Dieters come running out of the, the local tavern. Um, and they're like, we fucking know you're here, dicks. And uh, they try to, one of them tries to Accio the, the cloak to him. But it doesn't work because this is this is a hollow. And I'm like, this idiot. He should know only Moody's eye fucking works on this hollow. Like, Moody's eye is the ultimate deathly hollow. The one that Dude, controls them all. The one ring. The to one ring. To, <laughs> the one eye to control to them all. To see them all. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah. They they duck into this alley. And the Dieters are like, well, we can't see him. We might as well just unleash the, the Nazgul. Uh, we haven't had any. Can't... Haven't had any Nazgul in a while. Well, we did at the start of this book what, during the uh, the ministry heist. Oh right, one of, yeah. One of the sixteen different heists in this book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, they can't apparate out because they've got you know charms or whatever put up around Hogsmeade, and uh, Harry basically has to shoot his silvery load to get rid of the uh, Dementors, and the Dieters, of course, see that and they start to close in. When they're saved by the old goat fucker himself, Honest Aberforth. Hell yeah. I I immediately thought, you know, this would have been a really cool surprise here if Zach hadn't ruined it. Oh my god. It was still a surprise, Scott. (laughs) No, it wasn't. As soon as they went into Hogsmeade, I was like, oh, Dumbledore's brother's gonna save him. 100%. 100%. God damn it. Yeah. Sorry, pal. You, you you blew it big time. I was like, that that actually would have been a cool surprise, but you know, it is what it is. It happens. Um, yeah, he pulls him basically into uh the the Hogshead, tells him to go upstairs. He goes out. He's yelling at the Dieters. He's claiming it was his Patronus, and he set off Vol the alarm patent pending by letting his cat out. <laughs> uh. Apparently, this alarm is, is it's like a curfew thing. Because I was like, how is this curfew? Just like, is it just like coded to Harry Potter? But no, it's just like they were out on the streets after curfew type thing. Uh, so this is this is Honest Abe. He says, if I want to put my cat out, I will. And be damned to your curfew. Uh, apparently, this is called a caterwauling charm. Because the dealer's like, you set off the caterwauling charm? What if I did? Going to cart me off to Azkaban? Kill me for sticking my nose out my own front door? Do it then if you want to. But I hope for your sakes you haven't pressed your little dark marks and summoned him. He's not going to like being called here for me and my old cat, is he now? I love this dude. I had a feeling Uh, you would love him. (laughs) I fucking love Honest Abe. We'll get more into that. Don't you worry about us, said one of the Death Eaters. Worry about yourself breaking curfew. And where will you lot traffic your potions and poisons when my pubs close down? What'll happen to your little sidelines then? Are you threatening? I keep my mouth shut. It's why you come here, isn't it? And one of the dealers like, I still say I saw a stag Patronus. And because they were like, oh, that's a stag. That's Potter's Patronus. And uh, <laughs> Abe is like, stag? It's a goat, idiot. <laughs> Dude, it's very funny. I loved that line so much when he said his his Patronus was a goat. Did you uh, laugh? Did you audibly laugh out loud? I don't know. Maybe why? Because it's just funny. <laughs> it's just funny <laughs> okay. that we've been making these jokes about him being a joke, a, a goat fucker. 
Uh, well, I mean, there was something I don't even remember. No, yeah, what it was no, now, it, it is legit. Like he, de- like it's definitely talked about. But we bring it up pretty often, and then do. we finally meet him, and he has and an actual goat Patronus. It's it's pretty legendary. It's pretty legendary. Uh, all right, we made a mistake," said the second Death Eater. "Break curfew again, and we won't be so lenient." So Aberforth comes up. He's basically like, "You guys are damn fools for coming here." And then Harry realizes he's got very similar eyes to old Dumbledore, the same piercing blue, and it's his eyes, not um, Albus's eyes, that he's been seeing in the mirror, and also that he is the one who sent Dobby. Uh, Aberforth is like, how is he? I thought he'd be with you, basically. And Harry's like, has to tell him no, Bellatrix killed Dobby because knives are OP, and Abe's like, oh, yeah, I definitely knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Abe's like, dude, fucking knives, man. Am don't, I right? Don't, don't get me started on knives, man. I tell you what. Uh, Abe says that's a shame. He really liked that elf. Um, so Harry asks, how did you get this? Because there's a Sirius's mirror, like the twin. Is I guess it's like kind of like how the vanishing cabinet thing was. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a twin. And Aberforth says, bought it from Dung about a year ago, said Aberforth. Albus told me what it was. Been trying to keep an eye out for you. Um, Ron, because he's an idiot. He's like, oh, that silver doe. That was you too. What are you talking about? Said Aberforth. Someone sent a doe Patronus to us, Ron says. (laughs) Brains like that, you could be a Death Eater, son. Haven't I just proved my Patronus is a goat? And Ron's like, oh, right. Yeah, well, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm a new, I'm just dumb because I'm hungry. I swear. Um, so Abe feeds him. He says they'll have to wait till morning. Uh, put on the cloak and walk to the mountains before apparating out. Uh, he also mentions, hey, maybe you'll see Hagrid when you're out there because apparently Hagrid is hiding up there with our boy Grop as well. Uh, ever since his support Harry Potter party. <laughs> Still the best. <laughs> Love you, Hagrid. Uh, but Harry's like, no, we have to stay. Uh, he's like, your brother gave us a job. And uh, uh, Aberforth comes back here with, uh, my brother Albus wanted a lot of things, said Aberforth. And people had a habit of getting hurt while he was carrying out his grand plans. You get away from this school, Potter, and out of the country if you can. Forget my brother and his clever schemes. He's gone where none of this can hurt him, and you don't owe him anything. Aberforth spitting some fire, dude. Yeah, uh, I uh, you 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 left out the zinger of a line where he says, you know, hey, he he left the job for me. Oh no, no, no I think this is coming up next. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, he, yeah no, yeah, I wouldn't. Sorry. I think I know the line you're talking about. Yes. I wouldn't miss that one. You don't understand," said Harry. Oh, don't I, said Aberforth quietly. You don't think I understood my own brother? Think you knew Albus better than I did? I didn't mean that, said Harry. It's, he left me a job. Did he now, said Aberforth. Nice job, I hope. Pleasant, easy, sort of thing you'd expect an unqualified wizard kid to be able to do without overstretching themselves. Ron gave a rather grim laugh, and Hermione was looking strained. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they kind of hit the old nail on the head, didn't he? There, uh, 
and yeah, here's where I put in my note. Yeah, Aberforth fucking rules BTW. Yeah, he um, kind of reminds me of like um oh oh kind of like a like a hound or like a like a brawn like you're you're very close to who I thought. I did think of the hound, but even more so than that, uh I had literally oh, had wait, here wait, in my notes. Yorn? Fucking Yorin, yes, yes. Dude. <laughs> He reminds me of my boy Yorin from Game of Thrones. He's like very grim. He's rough. He's a realist, but also like I feel like when the chips are down, he's gonna be, and he kind of does here a little bit. You know, he's, dude. I fucking love Yorin. Can we just spend yeah, like ten dude. minutes talking about Yorin? R.I.P. Yeah, dude. Yorin is fucking so, so cool, man. Yorin's so cool. I love it. <laughs> like he flies so far under the radar when yeah. it comes to like cool characters in Game of Thrones because there Definitely. are so many of them. There's so many, but like he's just he's fucking. A tier man. It's yeah. just he's not as big and as important as yeah. uh, other characters. But he's yeah, so he's cool. just he's not in the show a ton, but every scene he's in, he like owns that fucking. Oh scene. yeah, he's oh, so yeah. good. But yeah, Aberforth fucking rules. Uh, I was immediately reminded of Yorin, a bit of the Hound too. You're not you're not totally wrong there. Um. So yeah, so after that stinger, <laughs> where he's basically like, "Oh yeah, nice and easy, pleasant job." Did he give you for for fucking unqualified wizard kids? Uh, Harry's basically like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely not easy, no, but I've got to," he says. "Got to? Why got to? He's dead, isn't he? Let it go, boy, before you follow him. Save yourself." I can't," said Harry. Barry. <laughs> Damn it! Does that mean what? that you still that you're still liking Harry no, right now? Definitely not. It's I'm literally reading. This is a copy and paste job. Uh, why not? I Harry felt overwhelmed. He could not explain, so he took the offensive instead. But you're fighting too. You're in the Order of the Phoenix. I was," said Aberforth. The Order of the Phoenix is finished. You know who's won. It's over, and anyone who's pretending difference kidding themselves. It'll never be safe for you here, Potter. He wants you too badly. Go abroad. Go into hiding. Save yourself. And then he kind of adds as like, as like a afterthought. Oh, best take these two with you too. <laughs> Jerking his thumb at yeah. Potter. <laughs> They'll be in danger long as they live. Now everyone knows they've been working with you. I can't leave. I've got a job. Give it to someone else. I can't. It's got to be me. Dumbledore explained it all. (laughs) Oh, did he now? And did he tell you everything? Was he honest with you? Fucking Aberforth knows his brother, man. Cutting deep, man. He fucking knows his brother. Harry wanted with all his heart to say yes, but somehow the simple word could not rise to his lips. Aberforth seemed to know what he was thinking. I knew my brother, Potter. He learned secrecy at our mother's knee. Secrets and lies. That's how he grew up. And Albus, he was unnatural. Dude. Damn. Uh, Fucking great stuff from Aberforth. And it just continues to get better. I was, you know, kind of going into this after I guess last week and kind of going into this last section where it's like, oh, they're going to break into Gringotts and all this. And I was kind of like... When and how are we going to get, like, more info and kind of, like, wrap up all this Albus stuff? I was like, 
how and when are we going to get this info? Mm-hmm. So I was very I was very happy to see it here because uh, it's good stuff. Um, so there's a painting in the room, and Hermione asks him if the painting is Ariana. And he's like, yep, been reading Rita Skeeter, have you? Um, Elpheus Doge mentioned her to us, said Harry. Uh, Averforth says, that old Burke. I don't know what a Burke is, but it doesn't sound very nice. <laughs> Aren't Burks those, uh, those preppy sandals that fucking, that people wear? Those are Birkenstocks. Yeah, Burks. People might call them Burks. They do call them Burks, I, I think. Okay. You would know, you preppy asshole. I don't own any. <laughs> Uh-huh. I wear chacos, man. You wear chacos, which are way worse. Fucking chanchos, dude. The dumb, fucking old man sandals. My they're hi- they're hiking sandals. They're not uh-huh. old man sandals. Uh, this All is terrain, an amazing line. bro. You can't fucking catch me. <laughs> No sandal will ever be all terrain. That shit is not going to hold well, up. Well, you've to never rough worn a Chaco. Let me tell you that. Fair enough. I have not and never will until I'm my dad's age, 60 <laughs> years old. And you're going to be hiking mountains when you're I'm your dad's age. Hiking mountains, baby. Uh, this is a great line from Aberforth about Doge. Uh, he thought the sun shone out of my brother's every orifice, he did. Well, so did plenty of people, you three included, by the looks of it. Aberforth <laughs> has got, like, just fucking quips for days, man. He is spitting hot fire. Um, Harry here, he thinks a minute about all the doubts he has had about Dumble. But since Dobby's death, he has kind of steeled himself on Dumble's path. Hermione tells Aberforth that Dumble cared greatly for Harry. Abe, old Abe is like, did he now? Funny thing how many of the people my brother cared for very much about were left in a much worse state than if he'd left them well enough alone. Ouch. Brutal, brutal commentary from our boy Abe, from our boy Aberforth there. From our boar? That's a goat. Yeah, and- <laughs> Goat, sorry, yeah. And now we get the full story that I've waited this entire goddamn book for. Um about Ariana and basically what happened. So when Ariana was six, uh three muggle boys saw her doing magic and basically attacked her. Uh it messed her up big time. She refused to use magic, but she couldn't really control it. Um she tried to like force it inward like suppress it but it would explode out of her like uncontrollably at times um Abe basically says you know at times she was strange and dangerous but mostly she was scared and sweet and innocent um Abe obviously had a very close relationship with uh Ariana um Percival uh who is their father attacked the muggle boys out of retribution for what they had done and went to Azkaban for it. He never said why he did it, because he knew they would lock up Ariana in St. Mungo's to protect wizard secrecy. Um, they moved, and they tried, and they just basically said she was ill, and tried to keep her safe and happy. Uh, Abe says Ariana loved him the best, he was close with her, and could get her to calm down. Uh, he says, Albus never had time for her, always reading books, and I think he says, quote, counting his prizes, uh, <laughs> corresponding with famous wizards. Uh, Abe wasn't around 
when at 14 she had one of her like uncontrollable rages and she did indeed accidentally kill their mother. So when this happened, Albus basically took over caring for Ariana uh, since he, he had just finished school and he, he basically told Abe that you have to finish school. Uh, Abe wanted to stay and look after her, um, but he Albus was like, no, you have to finish school. Uh, Abe says Albus did do all right at, at it for a bit until our old, old, old friend Grendel came uh, along. Uh, at last, my brother had an equal to talk to, someone just as bright and talented as he was. And looking after Ariana took a back seat then, while they were hatching all their plans for a new wizarding order. And I'm like, I prefer the new world order. The NWO, baby! <laughs> uh, yes. Very good, Scott. Uh, and looking for Hallows, and whatever else it was they were so interested in, Grand plans for the benefit of all wizard kind, and if one young girl got neglected, what did that matter when Albus was working for the greater good? Oof. Abe. Again, spitting hot fire. Abe confronted Dumble, told him he couldn't pursue all of his other BS and take care of his sister, so he's like, you need to cut that shit out, basically. Uh, Grindle did not like this. And he basically is like, how dare you try to hold back your brilliant brother from trying to do something so meaningful for something so dumb, more or less. Uh, So then this is a quote from Abe. There was an argument, and I pulled out my wand, and he pulled out his. And I had the Cruciatus curse used on me by my brother's best friend. And Albus was trying to stop him, and then all three of us were dueling. And the flashing lights and the bangs set her off. She couldn't stand it. The color was draining from Aberforth's faith as though he had suffered a mortal wound. And I think she wanted to help, but she didn't really know what she was doing. And I don't know which of us did it. It could have been any of us. And she was dead. Dude. It's rough. That's, that's you know, I kind of... I think I was kind of thinking something along those lines probably must have happened. Right. But just hearing it like laid out here and just like obviously the pain it still causes Aberforth to this day is like it's brutal, man. It's, it's tough. It's it's hardcore, man. Um Ugh. It's a good story. Yeah, it is a good story. Um Abe says Grindel fled because of his shady track record that he already had. Uh, and Dumble was free of his sister to become a great wizard. Harry says he wasn't free at all, and he realizes that Dumble, this is what Dumble was thinking about in that moment on the lake when he drank the potion, um, and how basically it tortured him. Like, the thought of, like, you know, his sister dying and, like, his brother getting hurt and, you know, all this being done directly and indirectly by his friend um so yeah obviously this was a source of great pain for albus as well probably his uh biggest regrets yeah i would say so so abe asks harry how he can be sure harry isn't dispensable to dumble for the greater good as he has claimed that ariana was harry is a bit shaken by this Hermione pipes up and she says Dumble definitely cared for Harry. And Abe says if he had, 
he'd have told him to hide instead. It's like, dude, if he really cared about you, he would have told you to, like, fucking save yourself. <laughs> Harry says sometimes you've got to put the greater good above your own safety and that this is war. And I'm like, hmm, kind of like how Lupin tried to do, and you wouldn't let him, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot I had to be a, sh- uh, a, a sneaky asshole and sneak another comment about that in here. Yeah, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Abe says he's too young to be fighting, and old Barry says he won't give up like Abe has. He's ready to die if necessary. And if Abe can help them, then do it. If not, we'll find our own goddamn way into Hogwarts. Uh, Barry. Who is this guy? (laughs) Abe goes over to Ariana's painting, and he's like, you know what to do. And Ariana just turns around and leaves. Abe is like, listen, they've got all the usual tunnels covered, and there's only one way in or out now. Ariana comes back, comes walking back, and turns out this painting is like a tunnel. And who is she bringing along with her but like a fucked up Neville? He's like all beat to fuck, but it's our boy Neville. And he pops out of there. Hell yeah. And he's like, he turns to her, he's like, I fucking knew you would come back, Brosif. What are you doing here? And that is the end of the chapter. Oh, what a what a good chapter! Just a really good story. Fucking uh, banger. My guy Abe just being rad as shit. I knew you were gonna love Aberforth. I, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Aberforth, I love for sure. Aberforth, I'm not so sure. It's about. Aberforth. <laughs> um, this is gonna be this is gonna be our Fritza thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Great stuff here in this chapter. Uh, I I was so happy to get, you know, obviously this story that I've been waiting the entire book for. Um, And yeah, I'm stoked to see Neville. Obviously, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Neville fan. Um, I love that he just walks in like so <laughs> fucked up, but like, yeah. just like, hey, what's up? He's like, hey, what's up? He's like, beat just to another shit. Day. He's just like, hey, bro, what's going on? Good to see you. Yeah. It's good stuff. And yeah, they're getting into Hogwarts. Don't know how they're going to find Rowena's headdress. Or even more, don't know how they're going to destroy, you know. (sighs) They're going to find the sorting hat and they're going to pull it out of the hat again, aren't they? Hmm. I don't know. Razzle dazzle. how How does that damn hat work? Like, when... Is that like hat like a portal between dimensions and like if if a if a if a Gryffindor really has a moment of need like they'll just be able to pull the sword out of the hat or like if off screen was Dumble like shoving the sword into the hat and being like here fox take this quick <laughs> take this fucking hat <laughs> I just I don't know but now that I'm actually giving this some thought, I kind of feel like they'll just conveniently run across the hat and fucking they'll pull Griff's sword out of the hat because mm, they'll need it very badly. The world may never know. I mean, I'll know in like two weeks probably. <laughs> so I've got to say, I, I'm tempted to send you this YouTube video just because it's it's really well done. Uh-huh. Um, 
there is a fan-made, I think it's like 12, maybe 15 minutes long, short film of uh, kind of the, the fight that breaks out of the story that was just told. Oh, yeah? Oh, it's so good. It is, is it? very well done. Yes. it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially for it being like low fucking budget, just like fan-made sure. thing. It's so sure, cool. Sure. Um, Do I know the actor? Would I know the actor who plays Aberforth in the I movie? I don't think so. I don't know his name. Um, okay. Fair enough. I may say it, and you might you might know who it is, but let's see here. Actor. But yeah, he reminded me a lot of Yorin, uh, my fucking Fuck dude. yeah. I love Yorin Yorin so is much. so fucking rad. Yeah, he is. He's great. Uh, his name is... Siaren? Uh, Kiaren Hins? You're, sh- you're shitting me, right? No, I'm not. Are you are you pranking me right now? Oh wait, hold on. Is this fucking That's Mance Raider, dude? That's Mance Raider. Yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah. Siren Hines. Siren Hines, yes. I did not Fuck know that. Yeah. I mean he's he's so fucking done up with like beard and sure, sure, stuff sure. like that. I had no clue. That's awesome. He's a great actor. Yeah, he, he is really good. He did he did real good as Mance Raider. Like Yeah. That's awesome. Oh shit. I'm super stoked for that now. Hell yeah. I, have dude, I, I had no I've, clue. It was the same guy. Wow. I've seen him in something else, and he was also real good. I was okay. I'm stoked. To, fuck. I'm. St- How am I stoked to watch a Harry Potter movie, Zach? What the <laughs> hey, fuck you, is you happening? Should, uh, you should watch the first one. Should Cause, I? Because you're, you're past it now. Yeah. Will Will I not want to like watch them together? I have a feeling you should just get the first one out of the way. All right. Fair enough. That's the one I for sure haven't seen. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Um, yeah, I uh, I guess we're going into Hogwarts with old Neville here. Um, I'm curious as to like the status of like kind of the because we heard talk of the kind of Dumbles Army 2.0 that Ginny right. was running, the rebellion, the rebellion. But Ginny is now out of school. I'm pretty sure. Uh, they said like she she's hiding out with the rest of the Weasleys. I I'm almost positive. Right. Uh huh. So maybe Neville's leading it now. Um. Uh. So yeah, I'm curious as to like what the status of that is. Uh. Yeah. How they're gonna find this fucking headdress? Um. And they've kind of got still a race against the clock because I don't how. <laughs> How long does it take building Inspector Voldy to, like, <laughs> go to these places? And, like, does he have to go through his own defenses? Like, how does this How does this work? Does he have to sit on that lake and drink his own potion to, like, find if out if that thing is still at the bottom of the, the thing? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I'm full of good questions. Also, I just had another thought. Do we know, is it ever addressed how exactly Dumble's hand got all fucked up? Uh, it is not, but it will be. Okay. Because I was thinking about that, because he says just like, oh, it's in the shack, and I don't remember if he said he put any defenses around or something. I'm sure he probably did, but I think I had always kind of had it in my head, I had assumed that he fucked up his hand 
trying to destroy the Horcrux. Right. But we now know that, no, he just used the sword. So he must have fucked it up getting it from the shack, I guess. Right. Yeah, um, possibly some more on that to come. Okay. All right, fair enough. Razzle dazzle, as they razzle say. Razzle fucking I've dazzle. heard tell of this razzle and dazzle business. Right, um, right. So, um, yeah, you look, man, I, I am glad that you ended up reading one more chapter because definitely. it gave us a lot more to talk about. Uh, and it's a fucking banger, dude. I, a I, I'm a big fan of that, uh, of that chapter for sure. Big fan of Aberforth and his goat Patronus, for sure. <laughs> definitely the goat Patronus. <laughs> That's what really makes it, I mean, if we're being honest. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, so we need to talk about, <clears throat> uh, on one of the episodes, you know, a couple weeks ago, at the time of this, episode 43, Open at the All. We asked you all, our listeners, what the name of our, of my mug should be. Ah, yes. The Owl Mug. Yes, the Owl Mug. Um, And so here are some of our favorites. So one of them is Jimmy Leg because that's yeah, so always good. A classic. It's so fucking good. Because Jimmy Leg is always hilarious. Jimmy Leg is always fucking hilarious. Didn't you yeah, name yeah. your horse that in, uh, in Breath, Breath of the, of the Wild, Wild? I named my horse Jimmy Legs. <laughs> <laughs> um another one we got is uh fleshy which Fleshy is, is very so uncomfortable good. for me. It's so it's, uncomfortable. I don't and I like, like it, it so much. But it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, and Greggy, which Greggy is also pretty good. Also so good. I uh, I like all those. I feel like uh, we what, can't what, go with Jimmy Leg. We can't. It's funny. It's a little. It's not really applicable to the Harry Potter podcast. It's more of just a funny joke that we love. Uh, Fleshy and Greggy are definitely more applicable to like our dumbassery it's 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 your it's it's at the end of the day it's your owl uh, right mug, so i exact, think i've got because so. i'm not trying to be sipping at a fleshy you know i i think that's the best part of it <laughs> you gotta you gotta drink out of that fleshy but ultimately i'll leave it up to you pal no yeah I, I think i'm gonna go with greggy oh greggy that greggy. was always your favorite you loved it when i said greggy yeah well didn't we have the the, the mind meld about yes, Greggy. and then yes, we and did, then and then you and said, immediately hey, like decided it. you hated it. Yeah. yeah. See, well, this was uh, this was the long con to to now you have to, you know, permanently have your owl mug named Greggy, mm-hmm. so you'll just be angry every time you use it now. Well, look, I think it's better for the mug. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's better in both ways. Uh, that one was submitted by Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, Greggy. <laughs> Will now forever and always be the name of Zach's owl mug. Yes, uh, thank you for everyone who Hell yeah. gave us suggestions. Um, that was a lot of fun. Now I do want to uh, ask. Uh huh. We have some awarding to do. Ooh, yes. Did we ever decide on what this is called? No, we we literally have this exact conversation every episode. <laughs> uh, who won the week? It's simple. Who, who won the week? House Honest, Cup. 
Honest Aberforth won the week. Did he really? Yes. Easy. Okay. Who else would pause? I can't even think of a single other applicant. I mean, I, I could say possibly Harry. Barry was fine. Um, I didn't have any problems with him this week. I didn't. I don't think he did anything like that rad. He he was trying to swindle his quote unquote goblin friend. Um, I mean, look, Harry was made a godfather. It's true. Uh, he also, you know, halfway co-orchestrated this heist that uh-huh. worked. That went very well. They 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 got the the Horcrux. Uh-huh. They escaped. He's the one that figured out the the dragon thing. They escaped. The dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also connected to Voldivision TM. <laughs> He's and, got a lot uh, of experience with dragons. You know? Yes, he does. That yeah. that fucking he rides that dragon. Um. Anyway, <laughs> he uh, he connected to Voldivision TM. Figured out where the last Horcrux was, and he's taken action. You know. Okay. Sure. All these things. Uh, I would just like to rebut with. He's got a goat for a Patronus. <laughs> you know what, man? I think that the seals end. the deal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's it's it. over. That is the <laughs> dagger to the heart of any <laughs> argument you might have. He has a fucking goat Patronus, okay, and okay. that is rad. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll yeah, go. Yeah. We'll go with Aberforth. Honest Aberforth. Honest Aberforth, aka Yorin. A.K.A. my new boy. A.K.A. the Hound, kind of. A.K.A. he's going to shoot up the final character power rankings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I forgot. That's going to be fun to do. Man, look, uh, Scotty, I don't know how we're going to break down the rest of this book. So, um, yeah, I mean, Because they're, they're so... Well, have you ever known? Let's be real here. You think you know, but you never actually know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. How many chapters are left? Um, So we have... Tell you. Ooh, tell me, baby. <laughs> tell me, baby girl, because I do know. <laughs> How many times have we referenced that song? It's got to be in the hundreds by now. 28. Wait, I think on, we wait. owe Mark Anthony some money by now. <laughs> Eight. Uh, nine if we're including the epilogue. Which I assume we are. Like, you want me to do the epilogue, Well, right? right. I'm just... <sighs> I just... I hate the epilogue. <laughs> oh, lovely. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, so so maybe maybe we just do... This is it. Two more episodes? I, I have no idea. How long are these I mean, chapters? Uh, it might be three episodes. It might be okay. three episodes. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, we've we, got some fun we, stuff to, to, to talk about here soon. Um, we always plan so well for the future, and we make nothing up on the fly. Uh, yeah, Never. exactly. Never. Um, yeah, so listen, before we wrap this thing up, uh, by the time of this episode airing, you will have already had the opportunity to listen to some of the first few episodes of the Wheel of Time series that Scott and I are going to be working on. Uh, this is a new Amazon original uh, show. If you have Amazon Prime, you have access to the show. If not, you can purchase Amazon Prime by a monthly basis instead of annually now, and mm. you should definitely consider doing that to watch this show because it does look fantastic. 
got a hell of a cast. I hope it's good, man. And I uh, good. yeah, I mean the the book series is beloved. Which again, to clarify, Scott and I have neither watched, or excuse me, neither of us have read the uh, the series. Uh, so We're we going are in totally blind. Going in blind. Um. Yeah. So so yeah, I'm looking forward to you know Scott and I are going to take an entire Saturday and. And knock out like three episodes in a row. It's gonna be kind of daunting, but fun. I think, hopefully, maybe. I really thought you were going somewhere else when you started that sentence. Scott and I are gonna take an entire. <laughs> uh, an entire. Take something. a fucking dragon. <laughs> um. Yeah, so if you haven't already tuned into those episodes, uh, go do that. Obviously, you know, we want you to watch the show with us. But hey, even if you're unsure of the show and you want to listen to maybe one or two of our episodes first, go do that and see if it sounds like something you're going to be interested in. Obviously, we would appreciate uh, any support going into other series. So um, check that out. Also, be on the lookout for the Lord of the Rings series that Scott and I are going to be releasing uh, in a few weeks, it sounds like we're planning on early December for that. Sure. Is that not the plan? Yeah. Yeah, see, I we have plans. So. <laughs> <laughs> we have plans. <laughs> They're somewhere. Yeah, so we should probably write those down. <laughs> we should probably write those down. Yeah, be on the lookout for that. That's going to be fun. And, um, yeah, we've still got merch up. M- merch is available, so, uh, there'll be a link in our episode description for you guys to be picking that stuff up uh scott you got anything else i think i'm good pal awesome well as always we appreciate you guys for hanging out with us uh we were able to stretch this episode to 150 minutes 150 an hour and 50 minutes how does math work (laughs) not like that that's for sure uh, so that's rad. Again, we appreciate you guys so much. Uh, if you haven't already, leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcast. Uh, tell us how much you love us or don't, you know, because we do kind of suck. So that's also very fair. Be sure to tell your grandma about the show. Uh, you know how we do love them grandmas. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.